John Gormley. Good to have you here. So this is our uh, final show of this week. We're going to take uh, tomorrow to commemorate Remembrance Day. And our gang returns Monday. And I did make the announcement this morning at 8.30. After that announcement yesterday, and I was completely overwhelmed by the nice things you said and did all day yesterday, I told you that... uh, I am going to be, I'm loath to use the word retired, so I will be stepping aside. My final show will be Friday, the 24th of November. And I announced this morning at 8.30, my successor, who will take over on Monday, the 27th, Evan Bray, Regina's recently retired chief of police, good buddy of mine over the years, and someone I am so stoked. I think uh, you are going to find Evan to be entertaining, engaged, passionate. He's everything I like in people in radio. So that's a big announcement. Evan Bray starts here Monday, November 27th. Well, we have been spending uh, this week looking in some respects at Remembrance Day, the role of veterans, the the sacrifice. Uh, New book crossed uh, our desk just recently, and it is Beautifully written, elegantly so. It's a love story. At certain times you get a big lump in your throat. And it's a true story of one of Saskatchewan's truly distinguished families. Our Taylor McPherson, who produced this show for years, I've teased Taylor, he comes from a long line. I mean, his dad's Les McPherson, uh, the well-known newspaper columnist. But his grandpa was DK, we used to call him. Donald K. McPherson, uh, senior partner of McPherson Leslie Entirement. Saskatchewan's biggest law firm forever, uh, now that they merged with Aikens in Winnipeg, Western Canada's largest law firm. But D.K. McPherson wasn't the McPherson of MLT. It was Murdo McPherson, his father, who'd come west as a young man, a First World War veteran from Cape Breton, goes to Swift Current, moves to Regina, and with Leslie and Tyreman forms a firm. And it was Murdo McPherson's other son, Sandy who many of us remembered as a distinguished Queen's Bench judge. This is the story of Sandy McPherson, his wife Dorothy. And the book is called See You in La Touquet. Where is La Touquet? In France. It's a memoir of war and destiny written by Romy Christie, their daughter. And no more a fitting story could we have on this time just before Remembrance Day. Romy, great to have you here. Thanks so much for taking our call. John, thank you so much, and congratulations to you, by the way. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I had such a big lump in my throat when the book starts. Uh, with, oh, did you? Yeah, the discussion back in the 90s, uh, you know, we know where we're going to be buried. <laughs> yeah. We want to be buried in Latouquet. It Tell me the story about how Dorothy was there, and Sandy, of course, was, was from Saskatchewan. You mean in the 2K? Yeah. Well, my mom, um, my mom was born in Britain to a British mom and an Italian father, and they chose when she was just young to go and, uh, and, and, purchase and own and run hotels in a new resort community of Latouque in France, right on the coast across from Britain. Huge beach there, amazing place. And um, and that's where my mom grew up. And um, my dad, my dad had 
read about Latouke um, when he was young because um, there was a, a British author by the name of P.G. Woodhouse, oh, yeah. uh, a British humorist, and my dad was always a real big reader, and and he was fascinated by him. He and he knew that P.G. Woodhouse lived in this community of Latouke, and happened to be my mother's parents' friend um, with his wife. They lived down the street from each other initially. It stayed in their hotel. And it just, like, destiny pulled them together. So your mom uh, is, the German occupiers in France in 42 have essentially imprisoned the family because of what, what she did? They imprisoned her. Ah, so okay. in 19 about so they were so they were in occupied France all through the war um from I guess it was May of 1940 that the that the occupiers moved in and they were there until my dad showed up basically but they they um one of the rules was no radios you can't listen to the radio and and they had decided that they would you know they had to all turn in their radios but my my mom had told friends um in 1942 and she was 20 years old that oh she had heard a message on the radio on the BBC from someone in England wishing them well and um and it was a collaborator a friend uh who had befriended the the German soldiers and told on her and they charged her and sent her to prison. Wow, for listening to a radio. Romy Christie's with us. The story of her mom and dad, Dorothy and Sandy McPherson, well-known Queen's Bench judge in Saskatchewan back in the day. So how does Sandy, this young guy from Saskatchewan, enlisting in, in Second World War, how does he meet your mom and how does La Touquet play into this? Well, um, he, his job, the second major job that he had when, when he was, um, in the army was to supply the troops, a lot of the troops, with food to feed them. So he was, you know, once he landed in Normandy, he was feeding 150,000 soldiers on a daily basis. And, and they worked their way up from Normandy up the coast, and Latouke is north of there. And they, they stopped, and it was like two months later, a little over two months later, two and a half, till they got to a town of Montreuil, which was on the Conche River. Um, and they knew that all of the bridges had been blown by the German, so German forces as they had, had fleed themselves north to get away from the Allied troops as they were as they were advancing and he looked on a map and you know he had an afternoon free he was going to be busy again that night doing more supply stuff but he looked on the map and saw the town of Latouke that you know he knew well from childhood from reading over on the coast along the Conch River and he asked 
whether it would be safe to go and, and check it out if, if the German um, army had really left the zone and, and was told that from what they knew, they were gone. And, um, and so he jumped in the Jeep with, with two other, other people and they went to explore and that took him to Latuke. And what had your mum said she would do to the first liberator who came to her town? Well, it was something that that she that she thought of, I bet when she was seventeen or eighteen as the war began, that that she would embrace the first Allied soldier that she saw in gratitude. And it was something that kind of fueled her, you know? I mean it was so long that war and she told the women who were in her prison cell with her um in in Lille in Luz prison that 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 was what she had vowed to do and they cheered her on and she had told her parents and they thought she was a little a little brazen i think but it was it fueled her and she was the last person that had just crossed over the the bridge um, of the Conche nearest to Latuque the day before, and uh, and and she heard she heard a jeep, and she thought, "Wow, maybe I'll really be able to do that." <laughs> and in that jeep was Captain Sandy McPherson. Um, yes, this is just a delightful book, and uh, Romy, thank you so much for uh, the tale of how these two meet, how they build their life together. How much of a challenge was it putting together and getting the material for this? It was a it was a big job, but you know, I I did have help. It was really important to me that I stick as much to what really happened as possible. And I was so fortunate that my dad had written a, a whole slew of essays that I think he thought he would somehow put into book form, but it never came together. And he handed me his old briefcase in the in the mid-70s as well and said, you know, maybe someday you'll do something with this. So I, I discovered as I was going through all those essays that I knew what he, what he had been up to. And then I started, you know, going through an old suitcase of my mother's that she had left that had all these documents and photographs that I discovered, oh, those were from being in jail in Lille and other documents. And I had history books from Latuke. I had checked with the mayor of Latuke to see if he could put me in touch with a historian there who was able to track down other documents that would help me make sure that, you know, I had timelines right and whatever. And so it was, it was a lot of weaving together of, of the story, but, um, but, you know, it's kind of what you can do when you retire, John. <laughs> Romy, it's a very compelling book written by Romy Christie called See You in Latuke, a Memoir of War and Destiny. A moving story about how her parents meet, uh, how they go on to a long and great life uh, in Regina, Saskatchewan, and how they finally decided to hatch the plan that they would be... Uh, their last resting place would be La Touquet. Uh Romy, great meeting you today. Uh, now, the book signing is on. Uh, when are you doing the book signing? Where can people learn all, uh, more about it? 
Um, so we're doing a launch in Regina at Wascana Place on Wednesday, next Wednesday, November the 15th. My sister is actually flying up from Atlanta, Alex McPherson, Alex Young now, so that she can be with me. It's a big deal for our family. Les, who you refer to, Alexander, and he, Alexander is also going to be there too, McPherson. Taylor can't go, sadly. Um, <laughs> but good. Yeah, but we'll have family there, and that's on the, the evening of the 15th at Wascana Place in Regina. We'll be at a bookstore in Regina that afternoon as well. Fantastic. Romy, great uh, meeting you and chatting today, and thanks so much for sharing this with us. Thank you so much for having me on, and all the best, John. Thank you. All the best to you. Romy Christie in Calgary, the book. See You in La Touquet, a memoir of war and destiny. And it was pointed out that, of course, uh, Prime Minister John Diefenbaker, who uh, was not only a friend originally of Murdo McPherson's and a counterpart of his in the First World War, but appointed Sandy McPherson to the Court of Queen's Bench, John Diefenbaker called this relationship between Sandy and Dorothy forged in La Touquet, France, as, quote, the best love story ever. And gosh, it was. I'm John Gormley. This is 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. I'm John Gormley. Uh, what a whirlwind this week has been, and thank you for being a part of it. Uh, Announcing yesterday, as I did, that I'm having so much trouble with the R word. I'm stepping aside. That's what I'm doing after 25 years. And announcing this morning that Evan Bray becomes host of the Evan Bray Show, Monday, the 27th of November. My last show will be the Friday before the 24th, which, so far as I calculate, is just a couple of weeks from now. So it's uh, going to be an amazing next while. And uh, thank you for being a part of this. Uh, so I was just chatting uh, about the late, great Queen's Bench Justice Sandy McPherson, who would have been a great uncle, I guess, of our Taylor, who was the producer for a long time. Uh, Romy Christie, uh, Sandy McPherson's daughter, writes this beautiful new book about her mom and dad. But I was a rookie reporter back in the day. Late 70s, 1979. And I remember Sandy McPherson presiding over the case of Colin Thatcher and his ex-wife, Joanne Wilson. And the little boy, Regan, the middle child, was being hidden in Palm Springs and never, ever returned to his mom. And there was Colin Thatcher. There was Tony Merchant overseeing this gong show was uh, Justice McPherson, who has always conducted himself so well. But I remember thinking, just presiding over that must have been so challenging. And years later, in fact, a few years later, when uh, Joanne is murdered, actually people, including former Premier Blakeney, are asking, do you have a bodyguard, Justice McPherson? Because the concern was that Sandy McPherson was really detested by Colin Thatcher and company uh, over that child custody case. Oh, Saskatchewan and our rich history. Hey, have a nice weekend. And uh, whether you're at a Remembrance Day commemoration uh, Saturday or you do whatever you do to remember, thanks for doing that. The producer of this show, technical producer call screener, Brando Queering. Brando, thanks for a good week.
and Libby Giesbrecht, outstanding executive producer. Thank you, Libby. See you back here Monday morning, 836. Shall we get together? Let's do that. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.